welcome back once again to the Kentucky Kernels of Truth. I am Kate Denny, giggling because we made weird noises as we're trying <laughs> to be quiet before our intro far. This is Wes Brown. I do not allow redos. <laughs> four hours, four hours to edit this podcast with every episode. Yeah, we no don't redos, do redos. No redos. No. What you hear is, it's, Re- yes. Regardless of the fact I now have four cats in this house, <laughs> one of them may have just heard his asthmatic horking. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the reason why I was giggling. That is a, tw- that is Jay, that is, that is. That Eric. is my 24 pound orange cat. This is Eric Harris. Yeah. I'm He's not done. I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> oh boy. This cat is so fat. <laughs> How fat is he? Oh my god! Here we go. You ever seen like a really big person who who? And I'm not sh- I'm not shaming anybody because I do it myself sometimes. When you're you have to touch your toes, you got to bounce a couple times to get it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's me. Hi. <laughs> that's Jay licking his own ass. He has to bounce. You know, uh, 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 third time's a charm, and he's there. That's that, not just his ass though. That's his lower back. That is that's his mid back. As long as if it's a side that's his chest. <laughs> well, well, the first time I saw it, he was looking his butthole. His so that shoulder. <laughs> her other cat, her fifteen year old cat, little girl, little girl, who uh, Moose is incredibly spry for fifteen because he chased smoke downstairs. Smoke's been downstairs for two days crying. So I've got kitty, I've got kitty wars going on. Yeah, it, it's, it's bad It'll enough be that okay. Smoke has let me pet her without trying to take my arm yeah. off like normal. Yeah, Smoke let me pet her, and usually Smoke just smacks me. And sweet, I lo- get bitten, scratched. Yes, <laughs> and sweet little Yowie has pretty much turned the uh, the laundry room into a demilitarized zone. <laughs> She's got <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> hers. Hands. It is hers. You don't go in there. Little girl cornered her to what in the kitchen? Once in the kitchen, through hands. That little cat got up and through hands. So that's hilarious. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> Next. I look at, at Kate there and go, what, what's this week, Kimosabi Kevin Farr? <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> and so it begins. Hey, at least I get out of the way early. Begins. This all started 21 years ago, at Q- least. Cue music. Yeah. The go fuck yourself. We're going to do a quick normal intro because I know this one. This is going to be a big one, guys. This, oh. There's going to be some anger. Yeah, there's going to be some there's, anger. There's, this is, this is in a, a sense for those of you who have followed us and like those anger issues. This is, is going to be like a true crime podcast this time. This is a yelly Kate one. This is a yelly Kate. Yeah, Kate has reason to yell because, but, oh. Kate, how is your health? How are you dying this week? I'm not. I'm feeling pretty good. My back hurts, but mm-hmm. I don't think my tailbone's fully healed. Yes, I busted my own ass back at the end of August. And I don't think I have a hairline fracture somewhere in my tailbone. And the only thing that's going to heal that is time. I can tell you for sure when it's going to rain because it hurts like a bitch. So today it hurts like a bitch. So your ass actually has to be in a sling? Not quite. I I do have to sit on a donut sometimes. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) I Mm, am okay, but apparently I am dying in my sleep. I'm going for a sleep study uh, here soon, as soon as my referral calls me back. Because yeah. according to Era, I, I stopped breathing. Oh, yeah. And also, she has to leave the room and sleep on the couch when I start snoring. Or, yeah. Or wait till you go to work. That's, that's that makes not me feel a, bad. I'm sorry. I've that's given not you permi- a good thing. I've given you permission to, 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 to make me roll over. Yeah, and I have. 
Yeah, you have. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, and you still snore. Uh, I snore on my stomach. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's not supposed to be possible. Yeah. Well, don't anyways, look at me. I'm. I, anyways, I was a pharmacy is, tech, not a doctor. So. Anyways, this is my last episode. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Time for that good old dirt nap. Oh god, I wish. Uh, no, you don't. Oh, I want the nap. I want that, that cool, nice earth. Era, how are you doing? Still getting over a migraine, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Well, yesterday was kind of our lazy day because we had five-year-old honorary niece. She spent the night on Friday night, and she had a good time, and we had a good time, and then yesterday we recovered. Oh, no. Yesterday was our adulting day. We moved me officially into the house. Yay. Yep. But adulting sucks. Living in sin. The nut house? Eh. We didn't get a bag of almonds. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Kevin, how are you? I'm fine, actually. Feeling good? Uh, for the most part. All right. No, no illnesses, uh, aches and pains, or just job related. Okay. Well, uh, you know. All right, Kate. What are we? Uh, what What are you screaming about this week? And this is something that everyone's going to be screaming about. I'm I'm not I'm not saying this is something that's only that Kate's going to scream about, but we're letting Kate take the helm of the screaming. Those of you who live. In the Commonwealth of Kentucky, no, we did elect a new governor and got rid of the carpet-bagging asshole, Matt Bevin. Why, yes, I do not like Matt Bevin, in case that didn't tip you off. No, I'm not a Republican. No, I'm not going to be one. No, you will not talk me into becoming a Republican unless I have a massive head injury or a stroke. Because really... This is the party of liars, thieves, and people who deserve to be out on their asses or arrested at this point in time. And if you don't like that, really don't give a shit. It's our podcast, and I can say exactly what I would like to say. However, this right here, this issue right here, I don't give a single fuck what political party you belong to because this really should piss you off. It really should make you angry. And there is a reason that it should make you angry. In the last days that this carpet-bagging shitbag was in office, he has pardoned quite a few people. How many? I think the last number was 428. But they're still counting? He's still yeah. in office. Is no, he? I thought, no, I thought they already, no, I thought they, yeah, they already no. inaugurated Bashir. Oh, yes, okay. that was December 10th. in January. Sorry. No, that was December 10th. And I know this because some courthouses were closed and that kind of impeded me doing some parts of my job. But we won't get into that because that has nothing to do with this. Except for I'm not entirely sure on all of the numbers because I don't think that all of them have been fully reported yet because they're still finding out who's been pardoned. I guess as they release them from the system. Exactly. And of course, these these are people that were... Maybe contentiously under bad evidence or... No. No? So no no one that had a great public outcry, maybe they were mentally incapacitated and... No. Well, out of all, out of all 400, are we sure of that? Or just out of the ones... No, that I'm, no I'm, I'm setting her up. Of. I'm setting her up because... Right, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, besides out of the ones that we have here. What if their families had given Matt Bevin the maximum amount of co- campaign contribution possible? And now we have a winner. Oh, okay, all right. No, yeah. No, no. Now we have a winner. In the majority of these, that's the common unifying theme. They're being released, and oh, look, there's some quid pro quo going on here. They called in favors. Here, let me donate to your campaign. 
I have a relative in prison. I want him out. You can pardon him. Do so. It's all money. We're not talking about someone who was convicted on a marijuana charge. No. Jaywalking? No. no. DUI. Maybe, maybe, got, maybe got a DUI cleared. No, that's no. Gates and the little gates getting off. Oh, no, what? I'm going to start with this one. And this is posted on December the 12th. Uh, Lex 18, there is no author admit, listed. It's just cited administrator. Mother appalled by Bevan's pardon of child murderer. Whoa. Buckle up. Like, like how little? Like, 17-year-old like is, law, is legally a child. How are we? Should... Six weeks old. Oh, a baby killer. A baby killer. Okay. Former Governor Matt Bevan pardoned more than 400 convicts. And some of those decisions are causing controversy. Some of them. Oh, that's generous. One of these cases involves a Lexington man convicted of killing his six-week-old son. Lex 18 talked with the baby's mother who is appalled by the release. Kurt Smith was 17 years old when his infant son Blake was murdered. Smith was watching the newborn and claimed he dropped the child on a hard floor. The jury did not buy his story. Smith was convicted of wanton murder. This poor baby was shaken so hard. And, and, okay, I don't like cases that involve kids. This this one, it just... It's horrific. It it is. The injuries were so severe that it was like he'd been thrown from a four-story building. And I am going to get graphic with this. Just to tell you just how bad this was, his little brain was so swollen, it was bulging between the seams of his little skull. Right, the fontanelles. Because when they're six weeks old, their skull hasn't fused together yet. For our listeners who don't know anything about why you shouldn't shake a baby, take a Tupperware container full of Jello. Mm-hmm. Nice flat Jello. It's it's all stuck nice to the to the sides. Nice mm-hmm. flat. Now shake the shit out of it for a good ten seconds and see what happens yes, to it. Because that's what they taught us my EMT class twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That is what happens to a baby's brain. And they said, well, the only thing that's not happening here is the swelling. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when you shake the shit out of them, their little brain. It swells. Yeah. And shakes back and forth and go, can go through the seams. And yeah. that's awful. Bevan pardoned him and said that he had been duly punished for his criminal actions. The fuck he has. How long is he in prison? 18 years. He deliberately shook that baby to death. I'm surprised he survived that long. They don't get they don't do well with baby killers typically. He was probably in protective custody. Right. If his family had the kind of pull to pay off a governor, they had the kind of pull to put make him sure in he, a private fancy prison. Well, not a private fancy prison, but I'm I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, but if you can pay off a governor, it's pretty I'm pretty sure you can probably make other things well, happen. Yeah, you can if you can pay off a governor, you can pour, more than likely put enough money on his books that he can pretty mm-hmm. much to the extent buy bodyguards inside oh, yeah. the jail. Inside and the prison. And yep. you were By a, his protection. And you were, Kevin, you were a jailer, so yep. you understand those things. You've got prison guards, and I'm not ta- I'm not trying to talk smack on anyone, but like with any, any group of people, there are bad eggs. Yeah. So there will be prison guards who are being paid off. Right. And they will be providing protection as well as inmates being paid to provide protection. People become untouchable because they've got money. And mm-hmm. money is one of the few things in, in the prison that... If you, if you can have yourself some property or some, you know, some snacks or goods or whatever, that is life for you. Again, he shook the shit out of a baby. Mm-hmm. And we're not and talking about someone who maybe 
didn't understand how to hold a baby. And the baby's mother says, he didn't just shake a baby because it was crying in the middle of the night because he was tired. He brutally beat my son to death. Mm -hmm. How old was he when he did it? 17. He was 17. Oh, okay. Well, he was still old enough to know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah, I'm saying good. He he can live a long, long life in prison. Well, no. Not, not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. No. Yeah. And yeah, actually uh, his chances of survival are actually could probably have gone down now that he's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People know his name. Yeah. And Jessica Not that we're saying anything doing that. We're just no, saying no. we're not condoning anything. That's how the world no. works unfortunately. Yes. That is how like the world said, works. Like I said, large group of people, you're going to have some bad ones in there. <laughs> Don't and do anything bad to anybody we're going to say who was pardoned. Write letters to your uh, representatives and your congressmen. From what I'm seeing on NPR.org, raising about $20,000 for the fundraiser or the campaign in order to get Bevan to pardon. Oh, I'm shocked. But it's just a rumor. Oh, so yeah. $20,000 is what is what a baby's life is worth. Oh, yeah. $20,000. No, it's what a, a baby killer's life is worth. Oh, that's not even just that. It also involves the raping of a child. Another one oh, who yeah. hired a hitman to kill to kill his business partner and a third who killed his parents. And this is just some examples that we'll cover later. Oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah I've got I've yeah. got articles. And re- yeah, Jessica re- Rudinus, who is the baby's mother, never got over her son's death. Her sister-in-law raises her other children because she developed Drug addiction issues. Right. So wait. Yeah, these things these things have ripple effects. Yeah. The sister-in-law is watching the kids. So this would be the baby killer's sister? So no. He, okay. I was about to say. No. Yeah, the other thing is, you know, people be aware of who this person is. I, I mean, granted, his family's obviously got money, but if he has to get a real job, don't let him around kids. Yeah. I mean, he has no regard. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's see. Oh, here we go. And uh, let me put this out there. I pretty much share a lot of opposite views of the, of Kate politically, but I agree with her on this one. Yeah, this is an apolitical pl- yeah, this issue. One, this one, I don't care what side of the yeah, fence if, you're on. If, if you are on Matt Bevin's side, you are a fool. If Bashir's daddy, the la- the governor before Bevin, right? Yeah. If he did this shit. Oh, yeah. fuck him. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. said the same thing. I don't give a shit. Bevan went out like a fucking supervillain because he could. Because yeah. he, he was a troll. He was an agitator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all he wanted was reactions. And this, this and I'm going to say more of this, Lynn, but this, this is just, this is some alt-right bullshit. Yeah. This, yeah, th- this was not right. Like I said, I, I'm on the opposite side of the fence from these guys for the most part on things, but this was not right. This was not what you do. The Lexington Herald leader, Bill Estep and Jack Brammer, December 11th, 2019, Bevan commutes Kentucky death row inmate sentenced to life in Lexington slangs. More than three decades after a Lexington man went to death row in connection with three murders, Governor Matt Bevan commuted his sentence in one of his last acts before leaving office late Monday. Bevan reduced the death sentence against Leif C. Halverson to life in prison. So this guy's still in in prison. Mm -hmm. Halverson and Mitchell Willoughby, now 61, were convicted in the January 19... 83 shooting deaths of three people at a residence on Loudon Avenue in Lexington. Uh, They went to do drugs at the home of Joe Norman. Willoughby believed Norman had given him a cold check for some work he'd done. As they'd argued, Norman poked him in the chest and threatened him with a bayonet, and Willoughby pulled a pistol and started shooting. Willoughby shot Norman, his girlfriend Jacqueline Green, 19, Norman was 28, and Joey Durham, 23. Halverson, high and paranoid on a mix of cocaine, marijuana, a painkiller, and other drugs, also shot Durham and Green before Willoughby shot both again in the head. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a... Mm-hmm. That's a straight fucking execution. Yeah, that, that's yeah. making sure you killed them. 
And Bevan said in his order that Halverson has a powerful voice that needs to be heard by more people. Is he a good singer? Oh, no, but he renewed his Catholic faith when oh. he was in, in prison. Uh. Yeah, he found Jesus. He he was in the next rack. Didn't you know that? Yeah, he, he was hiding under that blanket. Yeah. How many convicts that found Muhammad did he let out? None. Right. Of course. <laughs> oh, hey, Tubby boy, what you doing? Yeah, we just had a 25-pound incursion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, We're yeah. surprised we didn't hear Eric go, ugh. <laughs> I, I did say it. I did. I heard her. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I missed it. Which is why I looked up and was like, oh, hey. Hey, chunk of kitty. We need a kitty right about now. <laughs> we need a kitty. Yeah, so what's... Uh, so what's, these, guys, these, guys, these guys didn't get set free, but they're... And they're technically still facing death and it w- in and, and it was only one of them. Right. It, w- it wasn't, you know... The other one? No, no, no. Oh, the other one didn't just, find Jesus? No, apparently. Or, well... The other one, his family didn't find enough money to cough up. Like I said, they didn't find Jesus. Yeah. Right. Televangelist. But anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we have... So the other... So hang on. Let me let me back up for just a second. Okay. So the other guy is still on death row then. Yeah. Now, I, I would Halverson find it... Halverson is, is going to be up for parole. I thought he was LWAP. He's not LWAP? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. LWAP for you that let, let don't know see. the jargon is life without yes. possibility of parole. Um, sentenced to life... To life in prison, not LWAP. Life uh, in yeah, prison. So he will come He's up for not parole. LWAP. He's just life. Uh, so so I was he say, will come up for parole. I was, was going to say, either or, it's still technically a death sentence if he's got LWAP. But since he doesn't, it's not a death sentence. But I would find it cosmically funny if he does die in prison before this other guy gets right. executed. And I'd like to, I'd like to uh, apologize for any uh, table noises anybody has heard. I just tore a rotator cusp. Picking that cat up and putting it <laughs> he's not that heavy. I, I pick him up all the time. Oh, baby, you're but strong. it was awkward lifting. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, doing it from a seated position. You had all the wrong ergonomics I, uh, going on. Now, I am not particularly for the death penalty, but this is certainly not how you negate the death penalty. Sorry, <laughs> we're all like, what the hell? I was knocking okay? something off my phone. She was so mad. She was mad at the article and hit her phone. Yeah, well, she's punching. I, I have been. Mm, it's taken everything in me when I've read some of these not to throw my phone. Just let it all out. And that's the thing is that I'm being so, so calm, you guys. All three of you know that if Kate is being extremely calm, Kate is really, really angry. It's incandescence. Yes. I have reached that point where. So what's what, what, what's an egregious one? Let, let's let's because because these are these so far. These are bad. These are bad. Oh, but I want I want one that's like. Like fucking go. the onion, all right? <laughs> fucking the onion? I wouldn't fuck an onion. But the onions have laser- layers. <laughs> yes, but, you know, uh, you can rub your eyes after Channel 9, WCPO Cincinnati by Whitney Miller and Sam Rosenstiel, posted on December 12, 2019. Bevan pardons convicted child rapist from Kenton County. Man not required to register a sex offender. What? Oh, yeah, that one I and, didn't know. Wow. And... Can even apply to have the conviction wiped from his record. What the fuck? That was more than twenty grand. Mm-hmm. Somebody has pictures of Bevan for that one. Yep, because of a pardon handed down by Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan this week, a man convicted of raping a child in Kenton County walked out of prison a free man. How long on ago Wednesday. was this? Wednesday. No, no. How long ago was? Hold he on, put I'm on getting something? there. Okay. Instead of serving the 23-year sentence a Kenton County jury recommended. 41-year-old Michael Shetley is free after less than 18 months behind bars. Michael Shetley. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure that his name is known. Michael Shetley, yes. Take no illegal action against him. No, but don't hire him. 
when he moves into your neighborhood, know let, who he is. Let your neighbors know. Yeah, yeah, let no, your neighbors don't know. Don't get crazy with that, though, because you don't want to go to jail. No. Because you don't have the money in Matt Bevin's campaign right. fund to get out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, that this guy, okay and all. I'm just saying, don't get yourself in trouble trying to ruin his life. You're not the Punisher. Yeah, no. you're not the Punisher. You're not, don't be a vigilante, please. Do not be a vigilante. But, but don't hire but this don't, motherfucker. And don't turn a blind eye to him walking down the street because this is how child predators will work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a free man. He doesn't have to report. He doesn't have to tell anyone anything. But it's best that you know that he is out there and he is not a nice guy. But the fact that he doesn't... It, like it, it never, gets worse, like you it, guys. Oh, God, okay. It just gets worse. The mother of Shetley's victim, who WCPO is not identifying to protect her family said learning of his pardon felt like a slap in the face. 18 months, oh hell yeah. It feels like we're going through it all over again. We just got to the point where we felt safe leaving the house and not looking over our shoulders. The middle school student who first accused Shetley in 2016 told Florence police he had repeatedly sexually assaulted her since she was nine years old. Mm. Now is he related or... Doesn't say. say. Though a jury convicted Shetley of rape sodomy and sexual abuse in 2018 he walked free with the governor's pardon on wednesday when the victim's mother learned of shetley's release from green river correctional center which is just down the road in muhlenberg county so y'all he was released from our area into muhlenberg county not necessarily he may have gone back home okay wherever home is well muhlenberg county is not a kind place no good she struggled to find the words to explain what happened to her daughters. Well, da- it figures they multiple? always get to her daughter. Well, it figures okay. they always get away with it. She recalled her daughter saying, that is fucking sad. That is a terrible lesson to teach this child. Yeah. To teach the world. In the pardon, Bevan wrote that the case relied more on testimony than physical evidence, and he did not <laughs> believe the victim's accusations were true. What? Okay, so oh, oh, he's judge and jury now. And we're Bevan thinking. has met my daughter, and now he's saying that my daughter is a liar. Shame on him. Shame on what, him, So he met said. this girl. He met this girl. He, he met this girl, and then he had the nerve to call her a goddamn liar because this motherfucker's family paid him off. Looked her in the eye and released her rapist. Yeah. That, that, let's, 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 let's repeat that. Matt Bevan looked a child in the eye, a young woman in the eye, heard her story, mm-hmm. and then for money, allegedly... But definitely, yeah. released the re- pardoned her rapist and yeah. called and called and her called a liar. her a liar, and called her a liar. Fuck this guy. Let wow. that all sink in, folks. Right. Law enforcement will not monitor Shetley because he will not have to register as a sex offender. That's a, that just he can fucking leave. The, he can leave the state. He's that's sick. He can leave the country. Right. Right. If he's smart, he will. Yeah. For our international listeners, please pass this along. <laughs> mm-hmm. The disadvantage there is there's so much space outside Kentucky that, you know, he can disappear into now. Right. But we have his name. It's a start. Yeah, but you got the, you got that kind of money to get out. You can get that kind of money to change your name. Right. True. Yes. But you know what? That's okay. I'm going to find his picture. And it's going up on Insta. Woohoo! And probably our Facebook page, too. You damn right there it's going up go. on Facebook. Assuming that's legal because the podcast is in my name. Ah. We'll double check legality. Okay, thank yeah. you. It is copyright William Brown, so. 
right. And then also, if it is possible, we'll also do Twitter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twitter's money. All right. We'll just pass it around. Because this is fucking sticky. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is fucking sticky because these are the lawmakers. Yep. They make the law and they break mm-hmm. the law. And the, the, the uh, we ha- I had this conversation last week. These people, the law does not apply to them. Yeah. They are gods upon earth is how they feel themselves. Mm-hmm. They are lords and ladies walking amongst us trash, but the small folk to pull something from uh, Lord of the Rings, the, the plebeians. Oh, it's infuriating. Oh, I've got another one. Okay. <laughs> Lexington okay. Herald Leader, December 12th, 2019, Daniel DeRocher, Bevan pardons a Kentucky man convicted of beheading a woman and stuffing her in a barrel. Oh, shut the fuck up, Kate. You gotta be lying. <laughs> no. No. It's not clear if Betty Carnes was killed by asphyxiation or the eight blows to her head that Delmar Parton delivered with a metal pipe. The coroner couldn't tell which killed the mother of three first, but it was very clear that her head was then chopped off and placed on her lap in a 55-gallon barrel that was destined for a toxic waste site. Oh, good Lord. On Monday, departing Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan pardoned and commuted the sentence of Parton, who was convicted of killing her at the factory where they both worked in Barberville in 1994. What was his reasoning? In his order, Bevan said he pardoned Parton because potential DNA evidence had not been tested. Given the inability or unwillingness of the state to use existing DNA evidence to either affirm or disprove this conviction, I hereby pardon Mr. Parton for this crime and encourage the state to make every effort to bring final justice to the victim and her family. The prosecutor on this case, Tom Handy, said he hasn't been this angry in a long time. He called the governor's pardon mystifying. I think it's arrogance of one who has a godlike image of himself, Handy said of Bevan, and a lack of concern for anybody else. Well said. Well, he sure did burn the libtards, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that's real poning the libs yeah. right there. I, I have to go puke, so let's, let, let's take a break. You know what, fuck it, let's, let's not even do the countdown, guys. We're back. We're back. Because uh, you hear the German Shepherd <laughs> coming German in. Shepherd. The, the I'm sorry. Uh, German, German Shepherd. That was an awfully awkward looking German Shepherd. I was just reading an article about a German Shepherd. No. Because <laughs> you hear the 120-pound dog come come tromping in. During, <laughs> like a train. Hey, yeah. what you guys doing? Can you pet me? You can pet me. Right. We uh, little, little behind little behind the scenes. I always have us do ten minutes of silence. Ten seconds of silence. Ten minutes. Ten minutes is a long time. Ten <laughs> seconds is hard to get you guys not to nose breathe into the. Uh, I'm a mean producer, but yeah. <laughs> hey, I lean away. But I get I get noise. I get room silence for for the uh for the background reduction. Anyways, but yeah, but no, she's a sweetheart. We're happy to have her. Maybe I can get from ten seconds on the first one, but uh. And, and- she makes us feel better. Where the cat was making awkward noises. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The cat was making weird. I thought they were both taking a nap. Era and the cat were both taking a nap earlier today. I I had to look to make sure which one wasn't dying in her sleep. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, Jay. <laughs> Uh, with his too bad it's not F. TV and it's radio. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, okay. We we have we have our our was it not our 
not our special need. Oh, oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> enjoy enjoy the tail thumps on the boom arms. Oh, yeah. We love, I'm leaving it all in because everybody loves a dog. Yeah. Everybody loves a doggo. And you know. Well, you know, this is this is a completely homeopathic natural podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't, com- <laughs> this isn't We're not in a studio. Or industrialized. No, I am. Well, listen, I am. Yeah, yeah. We're, but I am the asshole that does take out all of uh, Kate's dramatic pauses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reduces That's okay. them to semi-dramatic pauses. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some things where, you know, you do leave some things in for effect, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's times when we're sitting here going... The dramatic pause. Go ahead and end it. Let's right. get on the next part. <laughs> We're hanging, Kate. Let's go. Right. So, yeah, <sighs> okay. we'll we'll move on from that one. There's there's a few more that I pulled because it j- just illustrates how bad this is. So wait, but I, w- I want to go back to this last one. The dude beat her to death with a lead pipe. Yeah. Chopped her head off. Um. Let's see. And dismembered I, I, her head. Dismembered oh, it was, it was, her head. Oh, Used a hook meant for hunting alligators to cut off the blood flow to her head. It was it was bad, you guys. It was it was a really disturbing murder. Put her in a fifty-five gallon drum. Mm-hmm. Had in her lap. Yeah. Buried her in a toxic waste site. Yeah. Put her in a barrel meant to go to a toxic. That waste is site. a fucking nineties seven bullshit. That is that is that is some yeah. that is some movie monster bullshit. That is a rage killing because they were having an affair and she cut it off. Jesus fuck. We think. Well, we know she. Well, did. that was what was presented at trial. Oh, okay. okay. That was what was presented at trial. We know she's dead. Yeah. And you and you wanted to make a point that that his that his lawyer didn't even bring up the DNA bullshit until what 2008? two thousand eight two thousand eight right two thousand and eight convicted in ninety four yeah. Denver. 14 fucking years. And we, and we had DNA testing back then. Right. Yeah. And her... It was a single strand of hair in a trash can. And, you know, they were like, well, we didn't really want to test it back then because it could have been the victim's hair. So we really didn't want to test it because, you know, it's not really going to prove anything. And the court had said, no. Right. We're not going to do this because it's not going to prove anything or disprove anything. Or disprove right. anything. Sit your ass down. So that, that just means that the family... And let's ha- be clear on something here, okay? A lot of, of members of Congress, a lot of governors, they're attorneys. Yes. Okay? Matt Bevan is not. He's not an attorney. No, he isn't. He has a BA from Washington and Lee University... But he's not an attorney. He never went to law school. He's not a fucking attorney. He doesn't know boo shit diddly about the goddamn law. But, you know, he thinks he knows enough about the law to issue fucking pardons like this. But really, he doesn't know anything about the law. He just knows money. Okay? Right. He, He knows a little bit about the law. He only got, what, fined for his criminal acts before he got well, his, he has Well, he had the money to pay for his attorneys. Yeah. But that's, yeah. the, that's the point I'm making is that this guy's family kept the attorney on on retainer at least for 14 years to keep the shit going. Yes. So they had for money. For a capital murder case, you guys, that shit is not cheap. It's not cheap. And he's off scot-free, right? Yeah. He walked a free man. Gee. Ugh. Walked a free man. I just, oh. Okay, what? Like, let's. what's the next one? Hit me in the face. Uh, WNKY Channel 40, 
uh, December 11, 2019 by Deborah Highland. Bevan pardons Michael Hardy in the murder of Jeremy Pryor. In the hours prior to former Governor Matt Bevan's term ending on Monday, Bevan pardoned a Bowling Green man convicted in 2016 for the murder of Jeremy Pryor. A Warren Circuit Circuit Court jury convicted Michael Andrew Hardy on July 21, 2016 of murder, three counts of first-degree wanton endangerment, one count of first-degree criminal mischief, and one count of operating a motor vehicle under the influence. He was sentenced to 20 years in prison. The jury found that Hardy was driving under the influence when his car struck a car driven by local musician Jeremy Pryor on November 21, 2014, resulting in Pryor's death. At the time of Hardy's arrest, he told police he was an alcoholic and should be in prison, according to his arrest citation. In the conditional pardon, Hardy must refrain from alcohol consumption for 20 years. He must also share his story and Pryor's name in schools, churches, and other gatherings at least six times a year for the next 20 years. What the fuck kind of... That is the same kind of bullshit where they take... Number one, that's some, that, that is some fucking church group bullshit. I, uh, oh. Well, the other thing to think about here is the simple fact that he's in prison this entire time. So he gets to get time to go out and leave prison to do these no. things. No. This is a pardon. He walks free. Right, but I was saying wasn't part of the, part of the initial. No, he had to do. Oh no, so no part of, part of the condition conditional of the pardon. pardon okay. Yes, the pardon reads: I do not believe that society as a whole, or the memory of Jeremy Pryor more specifically, will best be served by the continued incarceration of Mister Hardy. Pryor's mother, Johnetta Pryor, was stunned and too emotionally upset to speak about the pardon on camera today. This is what Bevan left us with he's saying it's okay to murder someone and go out and speak about it for 20 years what is this going to say to a child telling them that it's okay to speed and kill somebody and the end result is jeremy is still dead and the only thing she had was the fact that this motherfucker was in jail yeah and now she doesn't have that yeah i wouldn't if that was my son i wouldn't want my son's name on that murderer's yeah yeah you keep his name out your mouth. Oh yeah, that's what you ought to fucking do is get is get an attorney to, to make uh, some kind of cease and desist from ever saying your name, so that he has to, he has to to uh, to go against his parole. That's right. So that is some fucking high collar fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. Bullshit from church group bullshit. I mean that's yeah. That that is and that's the same kind of weird fucking mentality of people who tell who make people go out like those weird fucking activist judges that make people with. With small crimes, go out and, and stand there with a fucking sign like that's going to do anything. Right. And it's just because they get a boner off humiliating people. Yes. I have another one. And I'll tell you right now, this this guy, if this guy's from the kind of family that can pay to get him out, then they're going to, <laughs> this is so fucking petty, they're probably going to at least get, get into where he can write, write off his travel expenses for the six times a year. Of course they are. Uh, write it off on taxes. Yeah. Of course they are. I have another one. K105. It's a radio station. December 13, 2019, under local news, there is no author. One of the over 400 pardons former Governor Matt Bevan issued as he left office was to a woman convicted in Grayson County of killing her newborn baby. Mm. It's not going to get any better. Kathy Harless, now 54 years old, was convicted in 2003 and sentenced to life in prison after her dead newborn was found in a porta potty at Bratcher's Flea Market in April 2001. She gave birth to the baby, then left the child in the portable bathroom cesspool. 
Harless and her husband, Doug Harless, who could be described as nomadic as the pair traveled around the country with their five children, selling NASCAR memorabilia at flea markets, left the state after killing the baby and were featured on America's Most Wanted as authorities conducted a search for her. She was arrested in Daytona Beach, Florida, about two weeks after the program aired. A DNA test proved the baby was Harless's. In pardoning Harless, Bevan wrote that she had paid enough for the death of her newborn son. Pay for it. She fucking murdered her son. Exactly. How you, you don't know. In another, um, in another news story I had read, and I cannot find the link for this, he had also written that God had forgiven her. My mother's quote when I told her about this one, well, forgiveness is God's job. Justice belongs to the law. Justice has not been served. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this as an atheist, but I'm going to say this as someone, as an, as an outsider with a little actually objectivity on it. Mm-hmm. If you agree with Matt Bevan on this shit about, and if you have the same kind of Christianity Matt Bevan has, you're not a Christian. No. You are not, you're not worshiping the, 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 the biblical God. You are, we'll see. No, no, I'm, I'm saying oh. you, you are, you are something worse than a Satanist. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like a LeVay, let, let's eat Matt Rice Krispie Treat for fuck Levatonists. I'm talking actual pentagrams on the ground raised demon Satanists. Right. You are a false Christian. You are lukewarm and you will be spit out of, spit out of your Lord's mouth if you believe that, that to be true. Oh, I agree with that you. That is what you are if you believe with, if you, God fucking damn it. Oh, and see, this just infuriates me to no end because these are the same people who claim to be so pro-life. This is just the biggest example of hypocrisy of pro-life, pro-life, pro-life. This is not pro-life. Oh, he was live when he hit the fucking septic water, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So he was yeah, alive. Pro- hey, hey, you make listen. They don't care about what happens after the moment of birth, as long as that baby gets. Pushed out that vagina, and it, it hits open air. They're happy because you did your job as a as a goddamn broodmare. That's all they care about. Mm-hmm. We don't care about you know serving justice on someone who murdered a child. Murdered That's... murdered her own baby. Mm-hmm. Not only cross man's law, cross fucking natural law. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and if you want to be Christian about it. Crossed God's law too. She could have left if she didn't want the fucking baby. They were at a goddamn NASCAR thing. They could have just left it on. They could have left it on somebody. They were at a flea market. They, they, they could have left it at a stall. Yeah. Hey, whose baby is this? Well, I guess we better call an ambulance. Yeah. That's it. The baby. Yeah. Been... yeah. Baby would have been fine. Yeah. Somebody would have adopted that baby. Well, who then? Who paid? Number one. Okay, these are white. These are these are nomadic. NASCAR memorabilia sellers, right? Yeah. So they're they're so the rambling white trash. Yeah. Who paid for them? Who paid for their shit? Or is that real? Or is this really Matt Bevan's gut feeling that God has forgiven her? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I would like to know how this came how this came about. That doesn't mean he, she, or them didn't come from money, and that's what they just right. choose to mm-hmm. do because they're huge NASCAR people. There's, oh yeah, there's that too happens. many variables that, right. that go into that. Oh but yeah, I'm, but I'm telling you right now, as an outsider who who is who doesn't doesn't believe in any of your gods, it's fine that you are worshiping your god as long as your god isn't condoning this bullshit. But if Matt Bevan really believes God is okay with this, 
that is not the Christian God. That is that is something worse than, than a fucking demon, man. That mm-hmm. is that is a false demiurge. That is that is something bad. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in that, I mean, that's that because that's that is such a corruption. Well, well, here's the other thing: if you want to get away with a crime, what are you going to do? A crime of, of of something that is easily traceable, really. The thing you're going to do is you're going to you're going to surround it with other ones that aren't so bad. Oh my God! So what he's doing is out of this four hundred and some odd, only only a small portion, I'm sure, are campaign contributors. The rest are the rest are a smokescreen. Fuck. Because I, I did look up that some of the people that he has pardoned are people who trafficked in illegal drugs, uh, stuff like that. So minor petty felonies. Okay, like 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 marijuana busts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. My, they're still felonies. Yeah. But they're minor ones. But you aren't. But you aren't throwing your damn baby in a, in yeah, a toilet. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're not ending someone's life. You're not chopping a woman's head off. But you know, there's a majority of the cases are going to be that because it's a smokescreen. Right. Right. You know, uh, which, which is how mm-hmm. they fucking operate. You know, and because of the fucking mafia. I can tell you, kind of because what I've been looking at at workplaces is I I know partially because working at the jail for a while, I can pick out a sexual predator, and I know at my workplace we have one. At least, you know, uh, there's one specific one that comes to mind and I've seen his smoke screen Mm -hmm. because he constantly is exerting his control over by women, over women by scaring them, by by coming up and screaming behind them, yelling behind them, just trying to make them jump. You know, I'm just scaring them or he'll come over and touch them. Right. And I'm thinking, why are you putting your hands on someone? Right. You know, there's no reason for you to put your hand on a woman at all. At all. Again. And then. Every now and then, very rare, but every now and then he touches or jump scares a guy because that way he's obviously not just picking on women. It's not a sexual control thing, though it is because the guys are just smoke screens. Right. What he needs is for someone to go and break his fingers. Well, no, what I've told the the women around me is if when he comes to scare you, just accidentally throw an elbow. Mm. That'll stop him. He takes an elbow to the nose. Mm -hmm. You'll definitely be off his target list. For real, if he came up behind me and touched me, though, I'd break his fingers. Because I've seen the, the women who stand up to him, right. who, who show their displeasure, mm-hmm. he doesn't bother them anymore. Yeah. Because he knows he can't control them. Right. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yep. But God, it's just, I'm sure uh, you did. But there's others very similar, too, because there's another guy I know that only specifically singles out one person on my line. Right. But, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, this is all... Yeah, it's all obscu- it's all obfuscation. Yeah. It's it's all just don't if I do enough shitty things at once, you won't see the actual things I was paid for. If I'm waving my hand over here, you yeah. won't see what I'm doing with my other hand over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. He's mm-hmm. a magician. He's an illusionist. Yeah. So do you think he actually again, completely conjecture for writing right. for writing the narrative of this, Matt Bevins just Either him or one of his weird lackey interns is just going through all these lists of terrible, terrible perpetrators going, now which one is going to look so bad they won't look at the ones where I uh, I, I uh, pardon somebody for some white-collar crime that they, they actually have some pictures of me fucking a goat or something. Alleged. <laughs> in this, right, this fictional narrative. It's probably more a horse, but anyway. He's not that tall. The horse <laughs> He's not. Step ladders. The horse wouldn't feel it. Um, well, you're probably not wrong. But yeah, Jesus fucking christ it's just i don't know i don't know i don't know how, how how to even react to this shit anymore because it's i think that i think they really and i say i'm gonna say this the alt-right i'm sorry to anybody who gets pissed off about this it's the fucking alt-right and there is a spectrum 
in the conservative world, as just as there's a, a spectrum in, in the in the, uh, in the liberal side of things, the democratic side of things, which we're seeing play out now between the centrists and the far left. Anyways, I'm looking into that. But the thing is, is that it's a nihilism. It mm-hmm. honestly is nihilism. Just do whatever the fuck you want just to piss people off and get your way. But they, I think they jumped the shark on this one. Yeah. Because this is this is because now, this is an article in the uh, Louisville Courier Journal, uh, published on December thirteenth. Our uh, author is Ben Tobin. Senate President Robert Stiver wants feds to investigate Matt Bevin's pardons. Oh yeah, I read that. Hmm. Kentucky Senate President Robert Stivers is calling on the U.S. Attorney's Office to investigate the pardons issued by former Governor Matt Pre- Matt Bevin. So that means that the FBI is going to get involved then. Um. If the U.S. Attorney General's office gets involved, DOJ will get involved. FBI will probably get involved. Oh, wait, the DOJ will get involved? Not fucking, nothing's going to fucking happen then. Well, it depends. It depends. I know. I've been watching. uh, I'm sorry. The last two weeks, hell, last month, two months, I've been watching all the C-SPAN coverage of the impeachment, which we're not going to talk about. But if you want to be driven fucking insane... they're the alt the alt right the, the the people they are the alt right Jim Jordan I'm gonna call him out fucking alt right the people they're sending up there guys you're not sending your best yelling no. and screaming and screaming conspiracy theories again and again and again is is not is not how you win it's not a cute look and right. you look just look like a fucking moron right but yeah they're not they're not sending their best but they have to be treated with a basic amount of respect because it is a parliamentary hearing. You can be treated with a basic amount of civility, and still it will come across that yeah. we're treating you with the minimal amount of civility necessary, but you're still a fucking moron, like Frank, and the entire like, world knows it. Like Frank Johnson throwing shade on Gates for uh, for uh, talking shit about people DUIs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, look it up. Glass houses and stones, Look bitches. up uh, G. Look up. Hey, guys, Google G-A-E-T-Z, Gates. Florida DUI. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look about Jim Jordan. J-I-M Jordan. Ohio pedophile. Have fun. Oh, yeah. From what we know of f- former Governor Bevin's extreme pardons and commutations, the Senate Republican majority condemns his actions as a travesty and perversion of justice, Stiver said. Our citizens, and especially the crime victims and their families, deserve better. Stiver's statement came hours after two Democratic legislatures, Senate Democratic floor leader Morgan McGarvey and state rep Chris Harris called on Attorney General-elect Daniel Cameron to appoint an independent special prosecutor to investigate potential criminal wrongdoing involving Bevin's pardon of Patrick Brian Baker. The brother and sister-in-law of Baker, who was convicted of a homicide and other crimes in a 2014 Knox County home invasion, raised $21,500 at a political fundraiser last year to help retire debt from Bevin's 2015 gubernatorial campaign. That money could go straight to Bevin, uh-huh, since he had loaned his campaign money. Yeah. Well, here's the fucking thing. Bevin is going to leave off. He's already left office. He's going to hit the, the fucking whatever weird mega church uh, speech circuit these guys go on. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like, yeah. I mean, just like Obama got out and Clinton got out and they started making, what, $30,000, $60,000 a uh, a speech, uh, yeah. a, a showing. He'll, go, he'll do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. He'll go hit up the you know white supremacist mega churches, you know, and the society, the um, sorority and fraternity, you know, racists and 
they'll pat each other on the back and talk about how how persecuted they are and you know how awful it is that you know they they're actually expected to be held to the standard of what a christian is supposed to act like when they proclaim to be christian right right but yeah so the twenty thousand dollars should be chump change but i guess they want it i mean of course twenty thousand dollars to change your my life right now oh yeah right. yeah but, well, but, but you got to realize also this is two cases where one's twenty thousand, one's twenty one thousand five hundred. But also in the Baker case, there is also Baker's brother and sister in law also donated four thousand dollars to Bevin's campaign according to a state election finance database. So there's another yep. four grand. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty five thousand five hundred dollars. So he's nickel and diming people to death. Yeah, much like the working. They're class. calling in favors. Oh yeah, they've all yeah they've all or yeah yeah or because I'm sure they all have paperwork. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm I'm sure the shit is not handshake deals. Oh no, I'm sure no that, no. You know, there's like in these people because you do that and then you write it off for taxes, right? But I don't know these guys these these fucking people they that the fucking ever since the fucking Tea Party man these people have gotten in they're so per- goddamn tea baggers they're, man they're so pernicious and mm-hmm. they're it's wild how fucking inept they are but also how good they are at manipulating their base. Oh yeah. Because I am sure I'm sure there's still people like again we we were we were talking uh, offline about how some people in our own families were like what the fuck, you know, mm-hmm. who who up to this point had had been Bevan advocates. Yeah. There's still going to be people like, well, if he says so, it's okay. I'm I'm never going to uh, vote for no uh, no democrat because they're going to kill all the babies. That's another thing that pissed me off. Everybody yeah. saying saying that Bashir got uh, elected uh that they're going to reinstitute abortion, uh, all the abortion clinics. But she's a fucking centrist and against abortion. Yeah. They and don't even the know the campaign ads, they called him abortion. And I'm like, are you guys high? Right. Yeah. Uh, Bashir was Bashir would have would have been in a Republican 40 years ago. Oh, Hillary yeah. Clinton would have been a Republican 40 years ago. 40 years ago, she was a Republican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she was. Thank you, baby. She was a Goldwater girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I know it's wild. I'm scared. I'm scared for America. I'm scared we for Kentucky. We should yeah. be scared for America. Our society is crumbling around us, and you know, all anybody cares about is what the next fucking reality show looks like. It's not even that anymore. We we have an almost institutionalized schizophrenia in America. Deep, and schizophrenia is a not not multiple personalities, but deep deep paranoia. Yeah. The people at the top of the pyramid have learned to weaponize your own paranoia against you oh yeah and this is all of the shit is and i wish the democrats were better at it honestly oh yeah because i've i've become a nihilist i've become a nihilist about it i just wish the i don't know i don't know all i can tell you is that like when bevan and bevan got shitty when he was uh when he lost by five thousand votes well it was because of louisville lexington and they motivated uh the inner city. He didn't say the black people. Yeah, but he got racist without being fucking number one, outright what, about number it. Number one, it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say who I thought actually pushed it over, the five th- those 5,000 who pushed it over. Number one, it doesn't matter if they motivated the, motivate the inner city because people who live in the inner, inner city get to vote too. That's right, God damn it. It doesn't matter that they're inner city. They get to vote too. They're part of, they're part of the Commonwealth. But guess what? The rest of us out here in what everybody else calls fucking flyover country. Yes. Yeah, we fucking voted too. And we didn't like that motherfucker either. Not at all. Listen, I'm a quickly approaching middle-aged Kentuckian you know, with, a, with, a, with a working class job and a community college education at best. And mm-hmm. you know what? 
I'm never going to fucking vote Republican again in my life. I am middle aged. Mm-hmm. I have most of an education degree. There is you cannot convince me to vote for these fuckers. What have you got to offer me? It's the hill, nothing. It's hillbilly hydra. Yeah. It's they, they've they've just they've just through wild incompetence and 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 weird charisma they've infiltrated everything. Yeah. And we're not going to get even listen even if for the next next twenty years we had we had a, a democratically controlled White House, Senate, and Congress. We're still going to feel the last 15 oh, years for the end of my life because yeah. there are certain there are certain judges that will that have our lifetime positions and they the will Supreme ne- yeah. Court. Yeah. Yeah. But not for the, starters and everything down. Uh-huh. Yeah, All I, those federal judges are appointed. And the thing is, I don't care. I never want, I don't care if we are getting political. This is now a political podcast. Fuck it. Because I'm I'm radicalized. Sorry. And it wasn't the Democrats that, that, that radicalized me. It was it was opening my eyes and actually watching uh, unfiltered news that radicalized me. Mm-hmm. It's like this. With the shit that has gone down in the last 10 years, 15 years Ugh. of what's getting institutionalized. Mm-hmm. It's like this. If you woke up tomorrow and decided, you know what? I'm not going to work at that uh, nuclear power plant anymore. And I'm going to jog every day and I'm going to eat right. And I'm going to do this and that. And you get totally right. You know what? Your your bones are still full of polonium. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're, you're still rotten from the inside out. Exactly. I look at this and the realization that, pretty bluntly, never going to be able to afford to retire. I will work for the rest of my life. Bluntly put. This is not going to happen. I may nope. be able to. Uh, I'm a municipal employee. I'm in state retirement. Mm-hmm. I'm tier three. I got in right before they fucked everybody. Yeah. If they maintain the 80, 87 rule, meaning... Your age plus how many years you've been working for mm-hmm. the, in the system equals 87. You get full retirement. Yeah. If I'm 57, I'll get full retirement. Again, if the world doesn't fucking burn down. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We're scared of the future. Yeah. And I have reason to be. All right. Do you have any more cases or? I really don't feel the need to go into any more cases because they just get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, look it up yourself. It's it's It's, it's just wild. I had found one, but it, the, it wasn't the case, but the stuff around it in the article that I, I was oh. interested in. Well, Phyllis, yeah, you, you, yes. you, you get a minute. yeah, uh, And just a minute. Just a minute. <laughs> I'll talk really fast then. No. I'll speed you up like two times. <laughs> I'll turn you a fucking chipmunk. Okay. Then. No. <laughs> uh, this is from an NPR. Bracton Booker is the author. Let me get down to where I was at. Reached on, and this was on December 13th. That one I remember from the top there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reached on Thursday for comment by the Washington Post. Bevan said of the pardons, I'm a believer in second chances. If there has been a, now this is the part I found kind of interesting. If there's been a change and there's a and there's no further value remember those words, no further value that comes from the individual uh, comes for the individual, for society for the victims for anybody, if a person continues to stay in, that's when somebody should be considered for a commutation or a pardon. When there's no further value of this person staying in, how much value do you think there is to the victims? I mean, justice. How much? Apparently, how much, apparently how much? he's gone to each 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 of the like the murder cases, gone to the victim's family, and go, "Is there any more value to keeping him in jail?" Really? Well, he went to that one young lady, looked her in the eye. Called her a liar. Called her a liar. liar. Right. Uh, And released her victimizer. And I have a kitty on the table. This is where everybody does get to drink because, God, we 
I had so many fucking kidney fouls. I'm sorry you're traumatized. <laughs> During his tenure as governor, Bevin took a special interest in criminal justice reform and creating Kentucky's Criminal Justice Policy Assessment Council. At the council's first meeting in 2016, the Lexington Herald uh, Ledger reported the panel's mission was to study the state's criminal code and suggest improvements for the 2017 General Assembly to consider. In 2017, Bevin, through an executive order, restored the voting rights of 284 people convicted of nonviolent felonies, according to member station WFPL in Louisville. Earlier this year, Bevin signed a bill that deepened the pool of people eligible to have their low-level criminal records expunged. Bashir, the current Kentucky governor, spoke Friday with NPR and WBUR's Here and Now about his own move to restore voting rights to 140,000 nonviolent offenders who have completed prison sentences. He was asked about Bevin's slew of pardons and expressed displeasure over one case in particular. While he didn't refer to the case by name, Bashir mentioned the pardon of Dayton Ross Jones, who pleaded guilty to the 2014 sexual assault of a 14-year-old boy. The act was captured on video and shared on social media. What the? According to the Kentucky New Era, and Jones was sentenced to 15 years in prison in 2016. Just 15? Just 15. I guess one year for each, you know, each year of the victim. Uh, the victim's age. Please, please, please keep going. A young man was attacked, was violated, it was filmed, it was sent out to different people at his school, Bashir said. It was one of the worst crimes that we have seen. Kentucky's Eternal Gen- Attorney General's Office, which Bashir previously headed, prosecuted the case. I fully disagree with that part, and Bashir said, it is a shame and it is wrong. Bevan gave no explanation why he issued Jones a pardon and commuted his sentence to time served. Oh, that's some bullshit. So it was filmed. It was, there was no question guilt was there. Mm -hmm. And that's the one he did not give a reason for because the only reason would be money. Yep. Right. He went full supervillain. Yeah. So any, I mean, just uh, this is one thing I would like to point out. Once again, I sit on a different side of the fence than they do. Right. If you still support Matt Bevan at this point, just with that case alone, he won't explain why he pardoned someone who is obviously guilty of raping and violating someone, filming it, and then posting it on social media for everyone to enjoy and see. Think of this as your kid, your spouse, your brother or sister, your mother or father, that this is being done to. So where did where did it no longer find value as the victim for you that this was okay? Final thought. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, you know. Where can you find us? No, 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 no. We're not we're not leaving on this. What? Okay. Kate, what's a nice thing that happened to you this week? A nice thing that happened to me? Mm-hmm. I was appreciated by work. Good. I'm appreciated for the work that I do, and that that is an oblique way of saying that. Nice things have happened to me. We had our department Christmas party on Friday. Everybody had a good time, and it was fun. So it was great. I like the people that I work with. Good. So do I. I like the people I work with. I've had. It was really nice, and and I found out that they actually really do like me. And it was like it was really nice. You have imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good day. I had a good work. Good work week. Oh, and a bunch of grown ass women went to Independence Bank and. We all took a picture with the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> I got Aaron moved in. Yay! Yay! That was really nice. Enjoy having her here. I hope I, she enjoys being here. I enjoy being here. I was, I'm especially happy that my that my animal babies are here. Too. Yeah, 
Yeah. We've had a mutually good week. Yes. For the same reasons. What about you, Kevin? I didn't have to work a mandatory overtime Saturday <laughs> for the second weekend in a row. So right. I'm 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 living the life for me because this whole body can only take working six days. Yeah, yeah, for so long. Yeah. So there there are things we are happy about and things mm-hmm. we are looking forward to. Um, and I think it was pretty fun having the five year old over. Right. Yeah, because we don't do that very often. I mean, it's it's been a long time since we had a five year old, so. Mm-hmm. It was fun because yeah, we got to spoil her. And yeah, you get to send her away after you wind her up. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we didn't have to wind her up. She she burned herself out on the on our fur kids. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Our fur kids got more attention than they ever wanted. And oh my gosh. And on, now they're spoiled s- because now they want more from us. Oh. And on Saturday, they were all like, oh, I'm so tired. Uh, yeah, the dog just <laughs> slept pretty much all day. <laughs> she did. She was so tired. She was like, oh man, this guarding and herding business, man. Mom, mom. I'm so tired. Hmm. And she just slept with me. And I'm like, you're sucking the life out of me, dog. <laughs> okay. <We're> <laughs> good. We had a doggo story. Where can we f- be found online? You can find us at Facebook as Kernels of Truth on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at Kentucky Kernels of Truth. You do have to spell out the state name, K-E-N-T-U-C-K-Y. And kernels is like the rank, not the annoying bit of popcorn that gets stuck between your teeth. Delicious, delicious popcorn. Mm, so good. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at of kernels. We do have a webpage, anchor.fm slash KCOT. You can leave us a voice message on Anchor. We do have a Google Voice number, 270681. Two eight six nine and Jeffrey, we did listen to your message. We will be in touch with you. Thank you for leaving us a message. This is an extended time frame because we all work. Yes, and I'm lazy. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're thinking of you. Yes, all right. And we do have an email: Kentucky Kernels of Truth at gmail I would like to say how we go out on our normal ending. I want to add one thing. Obviously, Matt Bevan listens to our podcast because his life slogan is. Fuck Fuck you. you. I I do do what what I I want. want.